Good morning and welcome to the prayer line. This is Bishop Smith, and I want to say thank you for starting your morning with us. And it's a privilege and an honor for us to start our morning with you. We pray that you all had a wonderful Christmas. We're headed to the new year. We're going to end the year strong, and we thank the Lord for that. We're going to finish and end our year strong. And so I want to say good morning to all of the intercessors online. Good morning to New Destiny Church, and also the body of Christ. Good morning to every pastor that is on the line this morning. And so we are excited about finishing up 2020 strong, heading for 2021 and starting 2021 with momentum. And so this morning we have with us Minister Helena Marty. How are you doing, Helena? I am doing most excellent. How are you? I'm doing most excellent myself. I cannot complain. We're all well on our end. Yes. It is Wednesday. It's the middle of the week, and we have with us all the way from Atlanta, by the way of the Carolinas, Charlotte to be specific, Pastor Horatius Harris. Pastor Harris, how are you this morning, sir? I am great, Bishop. How are you? And how is everybody else on the line? It is a great and awesome day. We're at the end of the year, so I'm excited. Brother, I almost said hooray. Yes, we are at the end of the year, and we're coming towards 2021 strong. It's going to be a very interesting year. It's going to be a very interesting year. But I love the fact that the Bible tells us The God we serve, he does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I love it because you can depend on our Father. The worship was just saying he's a good, good Father. We can depend on him as not just being God. I want you to hear this. But we can depend on him as being Lord. He's our Lord. Everybody can call him Lord. Is he Lord of your life? And I thank the Lord that he is the Lord of our lives. And so, Father, we say good morning to you. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us into all truth. Show us things to come. Lead us in the way of righteousness. And so, Father, I thank you for every person that is on the line that they'll be blessed by this time that we have together as we spend time, Lord God, in your word and also, Lord God, in prayer. Father, everything we do today, we thank you that it will, Lord God, glorify you and advance your kingdom, causing people to have a greater understanding of what you've already have done for them, that we will lay a hold of it by faith, It won't just be a regular devotion, but, Father, what Pastor Harris is about to release, Father, we're going to embrace it. We're going to walk in it. It's going to become a reality in every area of our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Harris, it's on you. Amen, amen, and amen. It is a pleasure to be at this time of the year, especially during this year, um, it's been a tumultuous time, but yet it's been a blessed time. Um, the word that Paul, uh, who is assumed to be the writer of the book of Romans, 
says in verse 2, uh, chapter 12, a very common text, he says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's a wonderful scripture. I just love it. I always quote it because it is something that uh, I have to constantly remind myself. Don't be conformed. Don't be conformed. Don't. That word conformed, con means together, form means to make, which means don't be brought together with the world, but to be transformed. Trans means across. Form means to make. That means to move away or to be polar opposites of the world. Now, that word world, because some people get confused when they read the Bible, but you, you always got to read it in the super context of the whole world. So I can see some people say, well, the Bible says you need to be in the world, but not of the world. And that's the context which we kind of got to look at in conjunction with this. He tells us here, don't be conformed to the world. And then it tells us you can be in the world, but not of the world. So as we walk and live in this world, in this earth, with our physical body and the physical realm, our minds need to be in a heavenly realm. We need to represent that place which we ultimately came from. Our spirits came from God, and our spirit is what should dominate our everyday life, and our spirit needs to represent its homeland. You've heard some people say, you know, rep your hometown. Well, your home place is heaven, and everywhere you go, you need to represent heaven here on earth. While we're walking around on earth, we should not allow the outside influences of the world to change us so that we start looking more like the world than looking more like Christ or heaven. So it is imperative that we have um, the understanding that every day, this is why I'm, you know, I get, I can't watch TV too much because when I see the trappings of commercials, advertising, and all of those things, because they're very, very powerful, very powerful. The imagery and the 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 elusiveness, the the luring of all of those things really gets into people's head, and you don't even know it. You ever watched a commercial, and you ain't even want no pizza. I mean, you just ate. You just got up from the table, Thanksgiving, and then a commercial comes on on, on the TV, and you're looking at it, and you're looking at that pizza and the cheese just gone, and it's the smoke coming up, the steam coming up, and you're looking at it, you're like, man, I'm, I'm going to go get me a pizza. <laughs> you just ate. 
Your body is full. But the power of advertising is great. The imagery, being conformed to this world, is part of us buying into everything that comes our way. And that's what we got to protect ourselves from. That's why you got to protect your mind from things you listen to, you protect your mind from the things you watch, protect your mind from the things that, and the people that we are around. All of that is important. So we have to be mindful that being conformed has to do with allowing ourselves to be more and more like things that are around us in this earth instead of becoming more and more like the things that we read in the Word. And so with we have to understand that this is a time where we need to be mindful that every day we need to be Christ-minded. Every moment we need to put, and this is why this prayer call, man, I, don't, I know it's been a long time and I know it's early, but you cannot stop getting up in the morning and filling your spirit with the word of God. Even though the prayer call may not be going on or whenever it's not going on, that doesn't mean that you stop doing what you need to do to fill your spirit with the word of God because it is going to be, it's, it's almost like um, sunblock. You know, it's going to block the enemy from trying to get into your life and to transform you and change you versus you transforming the environment that you are in. That's the other thing about the transform. See, the transform doesn't mean that you are actually changing uh, to the things of heaven. It doesn't only mean that. It also means that what is on the inside of you has got to get on the outside to the world. So the transformation is not just you but it's your environment. So it is twofold. You are going to have to transform those that are around you, those that are in your household, those that, are, that you work with. All of the things that are around you have to change. Even your environment has to change. Let me give you an example. You know, um, it is, you know, end of the year. So I'm going to tell you some old school things that my mom used to do. When we came at the end of the year, my mom was imperative. We're washing all the clothes. She's cooking a certain meal. Um, you know, she's making sure the house is spick and span because she cannot go into a new year with a dirty house. <laughs> it was her mindset. Her mindset was, I want to go into the new year how I want my whole year to be. So she got all of us cleaning up. We're cleaning everything. And my mom is a cleaning freak. 
everything has to be neat. You got to have vacuum lines in the carpet because her mindset was, I am going to transform my environment so that what I see in my mind, this is what my environment is going to look like. Let me say that again. What is in my mind, my environment is going to reflect that which is inside of me. And this is what we have to do in our spiritual lives. Let our spiritual lives be transformed, not just in us, but in our environment. Everything around us has to conform. Either it's going to go form or either it has to leave. So this is a time where I'm excited about being here on this call this time of year because we have gone a whole year with actually praying on this call, and this is a great opportunity to conform to the things of God and not to the things of the world. So many of us have developed a bread of prayer life because of this prayer call. Thank you, Bishop. God put it in your heart. You follow God and look at what has transformed because of the decision and what you heard and for how you follow God. So many people now are praying who didn't get up in the morning, 5 a.m., to pray. They didn't, they didn't command their day, but they're doing it now. Transformation. People are transformed. And so this is a time we celebrate. You made it this far. You've come this far. God has brought you through, and he didn't bring you this far to leave you. He's got more for you to accomplish. There's more land to conquer. And so I want to pray that we celebrate that we are transforming and we're not conforming. Why? What's the importance of that? Because it gives us the three words. Why is that important? The good, acceptable, and the perfect. We get to show God in the earth when we are transformed. We get to show forth his glory in the earth. His good, his acceptable, and his perfect will is shown in the earth when we are transformed. So I just want to pray that that we continue to show forth his will, how good it is, how acceptable it is, and how perfect it is when we follow the plan of God for our lives. Father, it is so rewarding and it's so much pleasure. And the thing about, Father, us doing your will and being transformed is we don't know how good it is and how perfect it is and how acceptable it is until we get into it. And so, Father, thank you for allowing us to may have come into your will not knowing all of the things that it's going to do for us. But we did it by faith. And now 
we are thanking you for your glory. We're thanking you for your will. We're thanking you that you know more and better about our own lives than we know about ourselves. And so, Father, thank you for blessing us and blessing these wonderful people who are on this morning, who are transforming the environment, and they're being transformed in the process. I thank you for this opportunity to pray and have a corporate prayer that everything that we speak, it shall come to pass in the lives of the saints who are on this call and who have been on this call. They may be not be on the call this morning, but they may be have been on the call at one point in time in this year. And so, Father, I'm praying that all, everyone who has been on the call, even if they came on once, Father, their lives right now, I pray that their lives will ever be an everlasting light wherever they go so they can transform the environments that they walk into. Wherever they go into darkness, it will transform that situation, that circumstance, and you will be glorified. They will be contagious in their spirit, that their spirit will reflect onto others and transform the lives of the people for the better wherever they go. And we thank you for the Smith family. We thank you for blessing them. We thank you for covering them. We thank you for using them as an example that others may see the light and others may want to more, want more of who Jesus is because of what they see. Thank you for the transformation that their lives have made and the impact that has made in the lives of others. And there are people that they know not of that see them, that have been watching them, and their lives are even made the better simply because they said yes. They said yes to you, just like we say yes to you right now. Have your way in us. We yield to you. Your ways can be higher than our ways, and your thoughts can be higher than our thoughts. But help us to get to where we need to be so we know you better than we knew you at the beginning of this year. We thank you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. I know you've been blessed by the words of Pastor Harris this morning. Are you conforming or are you transforming? That's the key. Are we conforming to the ways of the world are we transforming into what the Word of God says we should look like? That we're creating the image and likeness of God. It's all about renewing the mind and renewing the soul, and we thank the Lord for it. At this time, we're going to have Sister Helena. Marty comes. She's going to come. Minister Helena's going to come with our prayer request and pray with us prayer request. Minister Helena. Thank you, Bishop. And thank you, Pastor Harris. We do have some prayers. We have prayer requests from Dorian Gray. His son, daughter, and aunt all passed away, and his mother is in the hospital in ICU. So, Father God, we're calling on to you on behalf of Dorian Gray. We are calling on to you because you are the merciful God, the one and only one. We're saying, Father God, have mercy on Dorian's family. Heal their broken heart 
and bind up their wounds as it is written in Psalm 147, verse 3. Psalm 34, 18 says that you are close to the brokenhearted and you rescue those whose spirits are crushed. Help this family, Father God, because you are the only one who will be able to help Dorian Gray. He has lost all his family members, and right now his mother is in ICU. And that is why we are calling on to you, because you are the only one who will be able to comfort him in the mighty name of Jesus. We have another prayer request from Sonia Hendricks for healing, wholeness, and restoration. Her mother-in-law has tested positive for COVID-19, and so she's asking for healing on behalf of her mother-in-law. You are our divine physician, the healer, the mighty healer when you stretch your arms, Father God, when you just speak your word, people are healed. And so we thank you. We thank you so much for restoring Sonia, for renewing her mind, renewing her soul, renewing her body, making her whole once again. And she will enter into 2021 strong because she is entering it through you. We thank you so much for healing her mother-in-law in the mighty name of Jesus. We have another one from our sister, Arita Williams. Her mother transitioned on December 28th, and she's requesting prayers for comfort during this difficult time. Father, we thank you for all that you did for our sister. We know that it is a privilege that she has some time with her mother who just transitioned. Your word said, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. So, Father God, wrap your arms around her right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hold her closer to you. Shower her with your comfort. Father God, those that are coming around her, may they show the love, the true love that she needs right now in the mighty name of Jesus. You said in Psalm 68, 5, that you are a father of the fatherless. And so she knows, she knows you and she knows that she's not alone. She just needs your arms around her right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you so much for being there for her. Now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you. I come on behalf of all New Destiny members, all clergy members that have joined this line, all those people that have joined this line because it is a lifeline. We thank you so much that you have brought us this far. We thank you for keeping all of us so now because of your favor, your grace. We have the privilege to speak to prophesy into the future, declaring what we want to see by faith in 2021. And so this morning, Father God, we declare by faith that the angels that you have commanded concerning us to guide us in all our ways will go before us and will make every crooked path straight for us in this new year that is coming in 2021. We declare that they will lift us up in their hands so that we will not strike any of our foot against any stone in 2021. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare that favor will embrace us in 2021 and the great grace, your grace, and acceptance will be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. We will boast in you and only in you. 
We come against any disobedience and we welcome unity among us, among our family, among our ministry, among anything that we do. Yes, we denounce unforgiveness and welcome love, the love that you showed unto us, the love that you renew every year in December. We thank you so much. May teachers of your word embrace the truth and teach on truth of your word as we enter in 2021. My Father, my God, we declare that you remain our refuge and the most High continues to remain our dwelling, Father God. No harm will overtake us. No disaster will come near our tent in 2021. We thank you for re- renewing Moving everything that is not of you from our life. We thank you for removing all obstacles of delay, stagnation, anything that will slow us or hinder our progress in, in, in getting to our destiny in 2021. We thank you for sending the angels just as you wrote in Psalm 34, 7, to encamp around those who fear you and you will deliver them. We thank you that we will enter in 2021 strong. We thank you for the supernatural breakthrough and divine favor all around us in 2021. We see our field being expanded. We see new dimension coming our way, Father God. We decree good health, open doors, just as you asked Jeremiah. What do you see? And he answered that he sees the branch of an almond tree. And you said to him, you have sinned correctly, for you are watching to see that your word is fulfilled. So, Father God, this morning, we see Isaiah 54.4. No more shame, no more fear, no more disgrace, no more, no more sorrow. In the mighty name of Jesus, we see Psalm 37.19. In times of disaster, we will not wither. In days of famine, we will enjoy plenty. We see Joshua 5.9, rolling away shame from us and turning our story around because you love us. We see Second Thessalonians 1-2. Grace and peace to us from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace all over around us in 2021. Grace on every step that we take in 2021. We see Deuteronomy 8, 8 and 9. A land of prosperity. We will lack nothing, nothing in 2021 in the mighty name of Jesus. We see Ezekiel 36-30. Increase. Increase, no more reproach in the name of Jesus. Thank you for releasing your great grace over us. Yes, we are entering 2021 strong in you, with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Amen. We thank the Lord for Minister Helena, the powerful prayer. We set ourselves in agreement with every word that has been lifted up this morning, every prayer request, and we declare they will become praise reports. Wow, it's it's hard to believe that we're at the end of the year. This is our final prayer call for the year. When we come back again on the prayer call next week, we will be into year 2021. It's hard to believe how fast this year has gone. You know, we've been doing the prayer call for years, but this year, 2021, we felt, I mean, 2020, excuse me, we felt uh, 
coming into the year from 2019 that we would have to intensify our prayer and increase our prayer. I thank God that the Bible says that our prayers avail us much, and our prayers have availed. So we want to say thank you. Pastor Adrian and myself want to say thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your willingness and your sacrifice to get up and get on the prayer line uh, every morning for, for many of you, every morning, and for, you know, how, however often you came on the line. We just want to thank the Lord for you. We want to thank God that you've been um, consistent in praying for the saints. Many pastors have shared with me that may be on the line this morning that this has been a lifeline to them and for us not to stop the prayer line. And so we thank God that we can be a blessing as the church and just really assist um, in the Lord bringing comfort to people's hearts in the midst of crisis because we're still in the midst of crisis where we're not out of the woods yet on this thing and everything I'm seeing it's saying that uh, numbers are getting worse and not even getting better even though there is a vaccine things are getting things are getting a lot worse uh, so you know you have to take this thing serious and one of the things you're going to hear me talk about um, coming coming up soon is about war. I'll say that again, about war. We're in a war. I never thought World War Three would be a health war. And I don't know if you thought about it like that. We're in war for our health because this thing is attacking people's health. And I mean it's 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 attacking people rapidly and quickly. Pastor Harris and I were on a call with pastors, it had to be at least 10 days ago or two weeks max, and one of the pastors shared with us that his son was being rushed to the hospital um, because of COVID-19, and on yesterday his son passed. And and that's just, it's, it's difficult, it's hard, but I want you ought to hear what when I say this because I'm I'm I am listening to what's being said out there because I need to be properly informed. So when I come on lines like this or I stand before you on Sundays or or Wednesday or whenever that I can speak to something intelligently, I know what I'm saying. I'm just not rambling off. Um, but my concern is we're 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 hearing what is being really fed to us, the information that's being fed to us on various media outlets or what have you. But my concern is no one's talking about building your immune system. All we're hearing is the vaccine, 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 vaccine. Nobody's talking about building up the immune system. And if you're going to be able to, to, to fight a war on health, you need to be healthy. You need to be healthy. And I'm going to say that. You need to be healthy, spirit, soul, and body. And so I thank God for Pastor Harris talking about the renewing of our minds because that is so important. 
You're going to have to condition your mind. We're at war. And if you're going to win, let me tell you something. You're going to win mentally first. You're going to win mentally. And so we're going to go back to Pastor Harris for any closing remarks before we, we close this morning and head for the new year. And so, um, man, I'm looking forward to the new year. I really am. But let me tell you something. Church, it may be a minute before things settle to whatever the new way of living is going to be. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to promote false hope, and that's why I'm being very careful with my words. And that's why I didn't say uh, for us to get back to things how they once were. I just really don't believe we ever get back there. I just don't. I, I, that's me personally. That's my personal opinion. So, but I, I just don't think we we will. So there's. But. Moving forward, that's not to say that we're not going to walk in a blessing. Life's still going to be, you know, what God has ordained for it to be for the body of Christ. I believe it will be, but it'll be it'll be somewhat different. So at this time, Pastor Harris is going to come back for closing remarks. Bishop, I just want to say, um, first of all, thank you for inviting me on. Uh, being on on Wednesdays has been a blessing for me, too. Um, but to confirm and just to add on to what you just said, uh, earlier, the good thing is our mission and our function as the body of believers hasn't changed. No matter what goes on in the world, our mission, our function to be salt and light in the earth hasn't changed so that we can seek and save those that are lost as Christ did. And so we still have a mandate that hasn't lessened and God hadn't relented that, okay, COVID-19 pandemic is here. You don't have to do that no more. No, no, no. The word is the word is the word. And I still think we have to now be transformed to how do we do that even in this new world, this new normal, whatever it is that, you know, is going to be. But our mission and our function remains the same. We still have to be about our father's business and get out there and not make excuses because of what's going on in the world. That's it. God bless you. Love you all. And thank you, Pastor, for that. And, and, and what a wonderful time, as Pastor said, for us to preach the gospel, to be salt and light in a dark world, in the midst of chaos and confusion. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. You know, don't put your trust in man. You put your trust in man. Men, men, men will fail you. And I'm telling you, no one on the, this planet has been incarnated uh, as Jesus Christ. I'm just going to put it just like that, okay? Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. And so we, we lift up men like, like they died for us. And no one's died on the cross for us, but the Lord Jesus Christ, and so our our allegiance has to be to the kingdom of God and God Himself. I put more trust in God than I put trust in anything, because the Word has proven itself authentic, 
and the word has proven itself genuine. I don't care if I sound like a record sometimes because some of the stuff I say is repetitive. It's truth. And we need to hear the truth over and over again. It's the only thing you can build your life upon. Because I've always said everyone has an agenda, even the kingdom. But I'd rather trust the kingdom's agenda than any other agenda on this planet. Because in God's agenda, it's always providing for our welfare as citizens of the kingdom. Now, other stuff, I can't tell you. They, they got their agendas, and I think a lot of their agendas are just for them. It, it's, for, it's for power. Because, see, the, the, the thing that's, that's a lot of people say, you know, it's all about money. Yeah, it, it's somewhat about money, but, but, but power and fame is more powerful than money. You got to hear that. And so we got to be we got to be careful. Got to be careful. And that's why it's key that we're properly informed and we we are renewing our minds and you know um this for a few days to give our team a chance to just rejuvenate and just, you know, really reset and regroup for us to come strong in 2021 through our time of fasting and praying. And so I want to encourage everyone to join us in for the fast. That fast will be coming up on the 11th, and we'll be going all the way to the end of the month, and we'll be ending with communion. That'd be on the 31st. It's crazy because we're talking about 2021 now. That'd be on the 31st. But uh, you don't want to miss watch night service. We're going to have a wonderful watch night service on Thursday. So that's Thursday, uh, December 31st, going over into the new year. There will not be midweek Bible study tomorrow because of our watch night service. They're just running back to back Wednesday and then Thursday. And so we're asking you all to join us and then also uh, invite some friends and invite some family members. Tell them to come on. We're going to be on and uh, just really try to be a blessing to the body of Christ as we transition, as we always do every year. Come out of one year and come into the new year just giving God glory, giving God honor, giving God praise because he's kept us, you all. He's kept us. And I don't take that lightly, nor do I take it for granted that the Lord has kept us. And I want to say thank you to Pastor Harris while he's on the line. He's my, he's number one. First, he's my brother. He's just really like a blood brother to me, to our family. Our families are are, are tightly knitted, um, you know, and, and that's um, his wife, my wife, our children, but then also our church families. We thank God for that. I thank God for him for riding with us all year out of all of my friends. Not saying they they not cool. They cool, but Pastor Harris done rolled with us all year, you all. So we thank the Lord for him. And because hey, although it's eight o'clock over there, it's still it's still, you know, not an easy thing to get up and get on this prayer call every single day, buddy. But by God's grace, hey, we we we've made it and uh, we thank God for that. And so Thank you all for coming on every day. We thank God for our intercessors and our prayer team for all that they do. I want to say, I want to say, I want to give this one shout out. I'm gonna give this one shout out. Then we're gonna close, unless Harris, unless Pastor Harris got something else he want to say. But I'm gonna give this shout out to Kathy because.
because Sister Kathy, girl, you are the bomb. Uh, she's always on. She's the controller of the line, making sure everything is everything and everything is running in excellence and smoothly, and that's not easy either. So we thank God for you, and may God continue to bless you, your household, and all that you put your hand to. May it prosper. Pastor, were you going to say something before I close? Yes, yes, I, and I'm sorry for extending it, but this is a call to the person that has been sitting on the sidelines. Now, as we know, this year has taken away a lot of people out of the earth prematurely due to this COVID-19. When people transition, somebody got to step up and take their place. You have been sitting on the sideline. You have not been fully engaged as relates to the ministry. God is calling you forth. Your name is called. You got to step up, get off the bench, get in the game, because it's time for you to now lend your leadership in ways that you have not done in the past. And so this is your this is your son. You've been praying, you've been asking, and some of you ain't been asking. You you just been sitting there. I'm calling your name. You know you know who I'm talking to. It's time for you to step up and get in the game, and you need to text one of your leaders in the church to let them know it's time for me to step up and be be more engaged in leadership. Thank you, Bishop. Hey, thank you, Pastor Harris. I, I, I love you for that because, you know, leadership is my thing. And you may be saying, well, how can I serve it? We're not even coming to church, and the church is, the church is uh, uh, not gathering at this particular time. Well, you know, that's for the masses of the church is not gathering. There's still positions that we need assistance in church, um, on, on the camera team, you know, various things like that. You know, our camera workers, uh, you know, productions and all those things. Those people are always at church when I'm at church. So I'm never there really by myself. There's always a team of people because I can't, I just can't really produce that level of production that we see on Sundays and Wednesdays by myself. It takes a team to really put that together and really give you all wonderful quality and good content. And that's the key. And we're going to keep improving on what we're doing because, you know, hey, we're the kingdom, and I think that you deserve the best because God wants to give you the best. And that's just how I believe that's the God we serve. So I pray you've been blessed throughout this year. I pray that uh, we've done a wonderful job just really working hard to keep our community together and just more than together, to keep our community inspired and moving in the right direction. I thank God and I hope to the Lord that you've grown this year, that you've grown mentally and spiritually financially. I know God's been conditioning our souls if you've been listening. He's been helping us understand the authority that's been invested in us. And that's so key, especially as we go into the new year start releasing and declaring breakthrough prayers. Because you you need to understand the authority is investing in you when you when you begin to open your mouth and pray. And so we thank the Lord for it. For this is the day the Lord has made in that we shall rejoice and be glad in this brand new day, it's a brand new you, brand new opportunities, 
remember that, and brand new possibilities. All things are possible to them that believe. Make this confession of faith with me this morning. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. Courage requires confidence. Be confident as we walk out of this year and enter a brand new year. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. Give fear no place in your life. I declare this morning that you are more than a conqueror and you are a world overcomer. You are more than a conqueror, and you are a world overcomer. Never allow the enemy to remove the presence of God in your life. Listen to what I'm saying with the presence of fear. I'll say it one more time. Never allow the enemy to remove the presence of God in your life with the presence of fear. Don't allow him to do it. We won't give in to it. I pray that you're blessed, that the Lord will keep you throughout your day if you have to travel, that you'll get to your destination and back home safely. We look forward to seeing you all on watch night. You can sleep in tomorrow, which is Thursday, you know, and all that stuff. But um, I said, I said, I said, Earlier in the prayer call, I'm sorry, I said we won't be having service to, I said on Wednesday, which is actually today. For some reason, I'm thinking, don't pay me no attention. But anyway, <laughs> hey, you all, it's, it's hard to get off this line because I know when we come back, we're going to be in 2021. But Pastor Adrian and I want to say we love you, and we thank God for you. We thank God for you. As I said, one more time. No Bible study tonight. We'll have watch night service on tomorrow. So take a break for a few days. We'll see you on watch night service then on Sunday. Bless you. Kathy, you can open the line.